Good Risings. I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Grains. Welcome back. We're having a little bit of fun this week reviewing some of the most interesting common misconceptions. We got it started Monday with common misconceptions in food and cooking. Tuesday, we dug into religion and history. Wednesday, we took a closer look at science. Yesterday, we talked social. And we're wrapping it up today with the animal kingdom. Okay, here we go. Did you know that old elephants near death do not leave their herd to go to an elephant graveyard? No, I didn't know that. That's so sad. Had you ever heard that they do that? Yeah, I did hear it. It's just thoughts we don't want to think about. I, I, absolutely. That's really sad. But they're so they're so wonderful elephants. I know. And they do stay together in death, until death. Yes. After death, they depart. Okay, next one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, bulls are not enraged by the color red used in the capes by matadors. Cattle are dichromats, so red does not stand out as a bright color. It is not the color of the cape, but the perceived threat by the matador that incites it to charge. Wow, no, of course I did not know that, but also I can't stand bullfighting. I know, same. I can't either. It breaks it breaks my heart. So all of it just makes me cringe. Yeah. But interesting to know. Interesting to know. I now know that bulls are dichromats. Yes. That's what I'll take out of that. Did you know that dogs do not sweat by salivating? Dogs actually do have sweat glands and not only on their tongues. They sweat mainly through their foot pads. However, dogs do primarily regulate their body temperature through panting. I I mean, I kind of knew that. I didn't. I didn't know. I always heard that that's how they sweat was panting, but that's a lie. No, I knew how it, they, that's how they regulate their body temperature. Yeah. I didn't. I thought that, I thought they didn't have sweat glands, which is why they panted. Very cool. Okay. Smarter. Smarter today. Yep. The phases of the moon have no effect on the vocalization of wolves. And despite popular belief, wolves do not howl at the moon. Wolves howl to assemble the pack, usually before and after hunts, to pass on an alarm, particularly at a den site, to locate each other during a storm while crossing unfamiliar territory, and to communicate across great distances. I did not know that. I mean, I knew that they howled for all those reasons, but I did assume that they howled at the moon. I actually think I knew this. <laughs> Such scenes are depicted on many a blanket. Yes. How howling at the moon. Those blankets are lies? I don't know. But I just always, when I, I don't know. I just the blankets always, are lies. The blankets are lies. Oh my gosh. Well, I have one about wolves as well. We we do love our wolves. And this one blew my mind. I think it's going to blow your, I think it's going to blow everyone's mind. Mm. There is no such thing as an alpha in a wolf pack. That theory came from an early observation of adult wolves living in captivity. In fact, dominant behavior and dominance-based relationships are highly situational and can vary greatly from individual to individual, regardless of strength or gender. It's not the entire concept of wolves displaying social dominance that was dispelled, just the simple hierarchical pack structure. In the wild, wolf packs operate more like human families. There is no defined sense of rank. Parents are in charge until the young grow up and start their own families. Younger wolves do not overthrow an alpha to become the new leader. That is so cool. And I did not know that. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. That's something that like I knew to be fact. Yeah. Alpha wolves. In fact, like we talk about it all the time in society, people being alpha. Alpha, yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Wrong. Next one. Bats are not blind. 
While about 70% of bat species, mainly in the microbat family, use echolocation to navigate, all bat species have eyes and are capable of sight. In addition, almost all bats in the megabat or fruit bat family cannot echolocate and have excellent night vision. Wow. Very cool. That's another one that yeah. blows my mind. Yeah, I know. These are things that I thought were facts. Yeah. That I thought were true. So cool. I would have answered that question wrong on Jeopardy. Absolutely. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> okay. Next one. The memory span of goldfish is much longer than just a few seconds. It is up to a few months long. <laughs> that I did not know. Goldfish remember everything. <laughs> for months. Yes. That's so sad. For, I know. They're in a little tiny bowl for months. And they remember. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Another thing that's really sad. <laughs> so we need to start treating our goldfish better. Yeah. Okay. Ready for the next one. Tomato juice and tomato sauce are ineffective at neutralizing the odor of a skunk. It only appears to work due to olfactory fatigue. For dogs that get sprayed, the Humane Society of the United States recommends using a mixture of dilute hydrogen peroxide, 3%, baking soda, and dishwashing liquid. I blame my mom for passing this misconception on to me. Yeah, I think that's what our family just did. And yeah. Rose is listening. <laughs> mom, you were wrong. You don't use tomato sauce on dogs that have been sprayed by skunks. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. All right. Next one. House flies have an average lifespan of 20 to 30 days, not 24 hours. This misconception may have arisen from confusion with mayflies, which in some species have an adult lifespan of as little as five minutes. That's crazy. I did not know that. And <laughs> now, now, you're ter- now the flies really have to die. Now I'm definitely going to use that fly swatter. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, 20 to 30 days. It's weird because like, I have these vivid memories from childhood of watching a video in science class where they talk about how flies only live for 72 hours. Yeah. So that was a lot. I don't know, I don't know where I got it from. I don't know. Gosh, okay. just lies everywhere. Lies everywhere. Female praying mantises rarely eat the males during reproduction, especially in their natural environment. In a study in a laboratory at the University of Central Arkansas, it was observed that one out of 45 times the female ate the male before mating, and the male ate the female with that same frequency. Wow. Did not know that. I thought every single time they mated, when they were done, the female ate the male. Every time. Yeah. Did not know that. Wow. Now I like them even more. I know, me too. Although I did kind of like that other way of life too. Yes, right. I thought the females <laughs> were pretty cool. Okay, that's it for our week on common misconceptions. We hope you guys had as much fun as we did. We will be back to our normal programming again next week. Thanks so much for joining us on Grateful Grains. You can find us on Instagram at Good Risings, or you can find me at B McMuffin. And you can find me at Jacqueline M. Wood underscore one. See you Monday. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.